Previously on Getting Dicey. As you near the entry to, to Fandolin's, you can hear screaming and yelling. I'll start sprinting towards Fandolin. As you head down there, you're getting close enough that you can see red-cloaked people throwing bodies onto this fire. You notice there are four people uh, lined up, and they look they look kind of familiar. Suddenly, like, everyone turns. There's just a raucous cheering. It's not bodies being thrown into the fire. It's, it's rag dolls versions of things being thrown on the fire. What it looks like they're doing is reenacting the heroes of Fandolin. I have been chosen to play the amazing Loris. And of course, the one who is playing Gil is uh, none other than Gil. And he gets cut off by this one dressed as Gil. I am Ginda. He says, just looking in Gil's direction. There's something suspicious about this. You guys leave the festivities and make your way over to um, Daran's orchard. He doesn't look nearly as elegant as he did last time. He's looking tired. He's looking a little stressed out. Lurkin, do you reckon you could sneak in there as a little mousy mousy? And he's sitting on the ground, holding onto his knees. And he's just kind of rocking. He's just saying, what have I done? walk up to him as a rat and quickly transform back into my shape. Seeing this, he just he just breaks down and he tells you everything. He tells you about how Glassstaff promised him that he could bring Thal back, that he would see his friend within 24 hours of, of Glassstaff's freedom. And it's been three days and there's been nothing. Gil, you've made your way over to the, uh, the sleeping giant. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you came. So tell me, Gindar, what brings you to little old Fandolin? Why don't you call me by my real name? So all pretense <clears throat> just begins to drop away from Gil. Oh, that's much better. Well, uh, this is awkward, ain't it? Yes, Gil. Bill, it has been a while. Getting dicey. <laughs> I think I'm going to start by playing with time a little bit. You guys, uh, the main crew, everyone except Gil, or Bill. Gil. Uh, everyone except Gil has just left uh, Duran's orchard after letting him sleep. It's pretty late at night. You guys have, um, you did manage to hear Gil's set sort of wrap up as you were talking to Duran. And you guys have started heading back into the town centre. Um, as you reach the town centre, or just maybe, maybe, um, 20, 30 feet away from the sort of the town center. You can see Gil is surrounded by adoring fans, a lot of them women, but you see him distractedly sort of looking past them and heading off to the east. You kind of follow him for a little bit. Uh, you see him sort of push into a uh, push and uh, the door um, and move into the sleeping giant. And you guys have, haven't been able to catch up to him. He enters, and then just as you enter behind him, you hear him um, call the one that you know as Ginda. You hear him call him Gil. And you hear Ginda say, uh, you hear him say, Ah, so you do remember me, Bill. How, uh, how could I forget? And Bill, you turn as the door opens behind you to see your friends, your followers, your, your adventuring crew standing in the door behind you, shocked at what they've just heard. Uh, this, uh, this really is awkward. 
I uh, don't suppose you uh, heard any of that. Did you? And so, well, did we? Yeah, you you have you were standing in the doorway as the real Gil called the fake Gil by his real name. And did Gil's voice just change back to? Was, <laughs> did Bill's voice just change back to Gil? Yeah, you heard him speaking with this rougher accent, and now he's turned to you back with his uh, his Gil accent on. Uh-huh. What, what do I see when I turn back? Guys, let it be up to these guys to describe what sort of formation they're in and who's at the front and who may still be partially outside. So if you guys were following Gil back from the town centre, you see him moving towards this bar with a determination. What sort of formation would you have followed him in? I'd just follow up the rear. I have no reason to suspect Gil would be doing anything untoward. Mm-hmm. No. I think I'm just kind of ambling along, paying very little interest to what's going on, and then obviously hearing what I think I heard, but I'm not 100% certain. Okay, so Loris isn't quite sure what he's heard. No. I think that's probably because I'm not really wanting to believe what I might have heard, but... Mm. Indeed, he is a performer. Perhaps this is some sort of act? Um, Yeah, why don't you give us a performance role? Um... And we'll compare it to everybody's uh, just passive perception, since they're not really looking for, you know, they're not suspicious of anything. Sorry, ignore the first one. Uh, 22 right, for 20. performance. That's a pretty, in oh. fact, that's, that's going to beat everybody's passive perception. Yep. Um, so there's, there's, a, there's a good chance that none of you really heard what just happened. You've had Gil turn around and say, uh, in his... his the accent you know him as. Uh, how long have you been here for? <laughs> how much of that did you hear? Which is pretty suspicious. It's a pretty suspicious thing to ask. Anyway. <clears throat> what's going on here? Uh, what's, Gendar, bothering you? what's Gendar doing all throughout all this? He's still seated at the table with a big smile on his face. Glad that you've uh, remembered who he is. He's enjoying the fact that your, your friends are in the doorway. In fact, you kind of think maybe he... he specifically called you by your real name because he saw them entering. Mm. And so the looks the looks that I see from you guys' faces, what do you could you describe like when I look over my shoulder, what do I see? Like what is Confusion. what is Baron doing? What is what is Sig doing? What's American doing? Sig has realized that we can't all be following behind towards the sleeping giant and he has ended up at the front. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thinking about what Duran has been talking about and he's got the sweet badge, which he's fiddling with in his hands. And he's not paid too much attention to the commotion in the bar in front of him. He's aware there isn't any threats. So he's just thinking in his own mind as on other things. Cool. So you see nothing really from Sig. He's just sort of caught up in his own thinking. In fact, I kind of feel that maybe Sig just walks in and sits down at a table with the badge. He's kind of just looking over it. <laughs> I would have just walked in assuming that <clears throat> there's a party going on and maybe I could get some free booze or something good like that. <laughs> yeah, so Baron, you notice that there's really only two people in here. It's just Ginda and uh, Gil. The bar- even the barmaid isn't here at the moment. There's- everyone is still sort of outside in the festival. 
Oh, are they not up in a private room? You're just on the yeah. main. You're just on the main no. floor at the moment. Uh, I see. Yeah. I thought you'd followed him into uh, his room <laughs> to confront him. Okay, it's in the bar. Yeah. <clears throat> and I didn't hear. Did I? I heard Bill. You heard. You heard Bill, but you just. Um, Bill, but you're not sure. The way that Gil's turned around, he's kind of. He's just asking. Oh well, how much of that did you hear? So you would right. have heard it, but you're pretty convinced from Gil's performance that you know mm-hmm. yeah, nothing's really wrong. In the but I, uh, <clears throat> I think that's put me a little bit in suspicion, a little bit. But I'm not the sort to let on. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, act like uh, everything's fine, and I'm going to um, sort of push up next to you and uh, see if there's any booze to grab. Um, and uh, Gindar sort of points over his shoulder to the bar um, and says, oh, you may help yourself here. The, uh, the bar lady, she said everything was uh, on the house tonight. On the house? All right. Okay. I'm just going to um, crawl my way over, <laughs> over and into the, fall over the bar and then <sighs> you can hear clanking and Graceless. <laughs> bottles and stuff. Bashing around behind uh, on the floor. American. I thought, I thought nobles had class. <laughs> Not this one, apparently. <laughs> mm. Well, uh, I must say, as as we have walked uh, on our way back from Duran's, many serious matters have been on Americans' mind, and as they've walked, uh, the sort of glow has faded from her cheeks, and and uh, she's sort of regained the icy pallor that you have become largely accustomed to and uh she's she's very serious and solemn but she uh sees this um girl's acting like a little bit strange and she asks is this fellow bothering you uh no end nasa hmm what's uh, he doing uh, can, can i just roll perception and see if i can work out like whether i know that with it, like what they've heard and stuff. Sure. Was it insight? Oh yeah, insight is probably a. Ooh. Ooh I should have shut up because you're going to hate. <laughs> is your um is your modifier much different for insight? Uh, it's the exact same. Okay, so you you you've got it. You can't read them. They're all so busy doing their own sort of things that you can't really tell what has and hasn't gone past them. Um. And this is when this is when Ginda sort of speaks up one more time, um, and he says, "Nasa, is it? Oh, it's beautiful. That's nice to hear the Elven tongue." Uh, um, and this is when you notice that he doesn't have on the Gill outfit, but is still apparently very half Elvish. He seems to be quite half. He, he looks has the traits of a half elf. Um, and he says, please, take a sit here with me and uh, Bill here. And we, I think we have things to talk about, yes? Bill? I, I think it's Gil, right? I'm not great with names. It could be Bill. Sure, I'll sit down. <laughs> <laughs> have I, I been think, I think at this point you see... So when, when I kind of switched back and asked what you guys had heard, I kind of stood back at attention... Again, like shoulders high, chest out, all that sort of stuff. And then uh, him saying my name again, I think I just kind of dropped that pretense again and 
can just say, uh, well, I uh, suppose I owe you guys an explanation. Okay, and you all have heard this. Even Baron over the <laughs> over the counter mm. uh, has have has heard this change in yeah. Gil's My voice. My little hat pops up over the bar. <laughs> my, uh, my my name ain't Guillermo. That's that's his name. Uh, it is a pleasure to meet you all. Uh, my name is Bill. Just a uh, plain old Bill. Bill in case, <laughs> it, it ain't Guillermo. In case you can't guess it from the broad water deep accent, I uh, I ain't no noble. Oh. Ginda lets out a, a hearty laugh. If you are looking for the real uh, Guillermo, you are looking at him. And he sort of mimes a little bow, even though he's seated at this table. I want to reach over and um, squeeze Gil's elf ear. <laughs> Wait, Gil, Gil's or Bill's? Wait, Bill's or Gil's? Oh, Bill's. Uh, yeah, I think he just lets you. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, feels, it feels real enough. Yeah, mm. that's a real, that's a real elf ear, elven oh ear. I can't believe this. Is this some kind of humorous bard type joke? I don't get it. Uh, and Ginda cuts you off because um, he hasn't had a chance to really speak with Bill yet, and he says, "Look, Bill, um, you know why I'm here. You know that I was." Trying to track you down since you have been using my name, my likeness, my identity. I was here to end your life. But I've had a, f- a change of heart seeing that the, the, uh, what you have done for my name around these parts. I am quite amused. Uh, I am becoming somewhat a hero uh, to this town now. Yeah, They'll spread the name of Guillermo. Uh, and I will head home a hero, yes? You nobles get all the luck. I mean, if you'd prefer, I could end you right now, but you know I am ten times the fighter, ten times the bard, and I am ten times the looker of uh, old Bill. And he's, he's not lying. This guy is, is a rather elegant-looking guy. He looks like noble blood. Um, which Gilmo has just uttered. Sig um, steps forward and looks over to Mr. Funny we Morris. Have the same idea. <laughs> yeah, we're both literally walking towards this Gil, Bill, well, Gil person, and I'm about to rest my blade on his shoulder. Whoa, whoa, I'm guys. assuming Sig was. Bill, why don't you tell these guys what I could do to them before they have a chance to get any closer? Um, I think just as as Sig and uh, Laura step up, I kind of put my hands out and just say, uh, nope, uh, he's eventually going to be mine. Probably not today, but uh, someday. I think the safest course of action here is uh, that he gets the credit once more. You understand all too well, Billy Boy. Well, uh, look, I'm going to be keeping quite an eye on you because I 
I can't help but feel you'll be doing more for my name, won't you? I mean, by all means, please keep it up. Keep doing what you're doing and raise my standings within my town. Um, I just, like, dagger eyes um, and just don't really give a response other than that. Okay. And um, he finishes off his drink. He stands up and he says... Uh, but uh, I will leave you for the night. Um, just uh, just know I will be keeping my eyes on you, Bill, uh, just in case. And he slowly heads to the door to exit the, um, the inn. Um, if no one's stopping him, no one's asking me questions, he's, he's walking out the door, he shuts the door behind him, he's gone. I'm just going to stand there in shock doing nothing. Hmm. I'm just, yeah. Gil, would you care to explain? Uh, yeah, I suppose I do owe you that much. Especially you, Loras. Um, like I said, my my name's not Gil, it's Bill. Um, that's why I'd always been more comfortable being called Gil than Guillermo. Um, let alone I can't really say it that well. <laughs> um, as for uh, why, well, uh, in my experience, I've found that people tend to treat you a lot better if they think you got money. I mean, what the hell is a noble even anyway? Someone who was born to a rich family won the lottery? I figure some people are just born lucky, and uh, some people like me, we, uh, we got to make our own luck. By lying to others. Yes, I see. Well, uh, if I prove myself worthy, highborn or no, people got to admit, right? They got to admit that I'm up to the task. Of lying to others. Yes, you have proven that. Despicable lack of integrity, I should say. Well, you, uh, you're very quick to judge other people's journeys, Nisa. Thank you. I thought that was, uh, (laughs) something... Thought that was a quality you didn't have. You uh, you didn't look down on me like the other elves did. The one kind of, pure bloods yes. called me Mayfly Baby or a temporary elf. Well, I should think that you're not in any position to be on your high horse right now, frankly. Do you yeah. have any apology to make to us for lying to us? Disguising um, your identity? Just a casual apology? Is that is that all you have to offer, really? Well, I didn't exactly know that we were going to end up on this wild ride together, did I? That's true. If I'm uh, <laughs> completely honest with you, and I never really fit in anywhere anyway. Not truly. Hmm. Enough of the pity story. <laughs> we, we all have our troubles. Those of us who have chosen not to disclose and discuss have managed to be part of this group quite happily and and managed to to forge over the last week. I see no reason to hide your true identity to to become a noble, though. What purpose of that? What what does that make for you? I I don't understand. Well, uh, put it this way, Loros. Would you have followed a street urchin to Fandolin? Or would I have died on the road? I would have followed you anywhere had you with the agreement that we made. You, you, you beat me fair and square, and to pay off my debt, 
I protected you. And uh, who has the means to make those kind of wages? A, a street urchin with a bit of coin, by my, by my seeing. I do see his point. And I will say, he has proven himself a good man many times over in the, in the short time we've known each other. Perhaps I was harsh. But a different man. Mm. A different man. Was that the real you, the hero? Uh, that's a that's a good question. I mean, I did uh, help you all. I did help these people here. Um, it turns out that Gil gets the credit for that once more. Not me. Were you going to drop this pretense now, or are you going to continue? He he seems to think you're going to keep calling yourself Gil and giving him a good name, isn't it? I don't. You should be proud of who you are. If you think that way about nobles, you shouldn't try to be one. I've uh, left my noble life uh, to forge my own way, you know, change political systems, get get rid of the old uh, aristocracy, and build a sort of no, um, meritocracy. <clears throat> yeah, Baron, you've shown me time and again that not all nobles are these power-hungry layabouts I thought they were. And you've opened my eyes to these other political systems, but uh, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I want to believe that people can have a more equal standing in the world instead of this caste system we have now, where it matters not about the content of what you do, your deeds, but more about uh, the luck of the draw when you're born. Mm. Yeah, I agree. So I don't think you should uh, continue trying to pull this bullshit <laughs> fake Gil uh, situation. Are you going to keep doing that or are you going to be Bill? Um, I mean, with with you guys, you, you know there's no benefit to doing that. If I can uh, somehow help the group by opening some doors that a, a noble might be able to, what's the harm? We haven't needed noble blood to open doors thus far. We have my axe for that. <laughs> that is true. And I'm no I say forge, forge your own name. Yeah, plus people like your songs rather than your uh, title. I don't think ev anyone even knows where you're from. Gil um, from I was just going to say, Gil just recalls the, the performance. That was in, in sort of realizes, you know, that was his performance last night. That his fans that were swarming around him and maybe a couple of missed opportunities since he was distracted. That actually, yes. I, I must ask, you say you were looking for some kind of dowry for this uh, noble woman you were betrothed to? Is, is that a lie as well? Uh, the, no, that was, that was real. The, I don't think I would have had that opportunity had I uh, admitted that I was a, a street rat. So you've lied to this poor woman as well? Good point. Well, Absolutely despicable. Marriage is not a trifle with men. What's he going to think when he finds out? I don't, your concept of marriage and Noble's concept of marriage are different. I should it's think that about, you would think basing it on a lie to be a terrible hmm. deed. Mm. You should be ashamed. I think they're based on worse than lies. Do you want to know about the dowry that put me into slavery and Tay? Because that's how I ended up in the service of the Sacadil Lancers. <clears throat> At this point, Sig interrupts the conversation. 
I've totaled up uh, 22 ticks for Mr. Bill Gill here. That's more than enough for respect in my book. It was, <laughs> it was this man that cut goblins down in the cave. It was this man that healed me of my injuries. Probably heaps of them. So <laughs> He can call himself whatever he likes. He's still part of our crew. And Sig just does a little hat tip to Gildil. Again, I will say, you have saved my life many times, and I still am grateful for that. I think you're a nice guy, Bill. <laughs> but I think you sh- I'd prefer it if you were Bill. Mm. And I'd prefer it if you weren't uh, conning um, young ladies into marrying you, making them think you've got a, uh, a bunch of land. <clears throat> I'm sure you can meet a nice lady without uh, that land. All right. Poor one. That seems, uh, that seems fair, reasonable. I'm not, look, I'm not saying that I've always done everything right, surely, but like I said, when you start, uh, when you start behind, you got to make up some ground. Mm. But it's all going to come tumbling down if you base it on a lie, like it very nearly did just now. Who is this Gil character to you? I'm curious. Um, so he's uh, the son of the Lord who took me into slavery. And he gains the benefit of your your own acts and deeds. That doesn't seem right. I agree. But a name is useful. Hmm. What's in a name? <laughs> yeah, a bill by any other name would by any other bill. Well, I shouldn't think that you should uh, f- feel any any kind of ownership if you're doing these deeds under someone else's name. Why shouldn't he get the credit? You're stealing his name. Why not make a name of your own? Yeah, what's your last name, Bill? Um, I did write this down. <laughs> 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 He's got a as well. Stoltalancia. What? Stoltalancia. Stoltalancia. It's no easier to say than the other one. <laughs> yeah, similar. You couldn't have just picked a single syllable name. That <laughs> uh, sounds fancy. Bill. Well, maybe we can fancy up Bill somehow. But Billion. As long as it ain't Guillermo. Yeah. <laughs> Billswood. Billsworth. <laughs> Billington, Lord Billington. <laughs> Billington. No. Um, so, yeah, so what do you guys want to do here? Like, um, if you guys want to continue sort of delving into um, Bill's relationship with Gil and sort of why he's done what he has, we can, we can definitely continue that. One more question, Mr. Bill. It seemed that you felt pause rather than having Mr. Loris and I miss up that other Gil. Is he really so formidable? Formidable. <laughs> Both he and his father are uh, incredibly formidable. Hmm. No match for a hammer or an axe, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't think uh, a hammer and an axe, with full respect to you, of course, would uh, would get the job done. Hmm. Well, as you say in time. 
Perhaps we can catch up to him. I should think he hasn't deserved to die. You're the one who's stolen his name. I'm sure as a noble, he's done plenty of things wrong. It's what well, uh, the, how I ended up in his service was I was part of a dowry, so I was a, uh, I was a slave to their house. Surely the son should not be held accountable for the sins of the father. Well, uh, you saw what his uh, feelings towards me were like. Justifiably annoyed and by you was, stealing his name, yes. It was his dowry. It's his wife that I was uh, used to procure. You're just getting me on his side, frankly. <laughs> clearly, um, clearly, I think you're, the, the whole situation has annoyed American. I, I think we should just skirt away from this and, and move on to more important things. I think as a group, we're happy right to have you here. I personally don't. I, I would have the man's head for being part of it, but I think American might be a little less sensitive to the subject. Remind me again why he deserves to die. Slavery. They're slaves. They was born into a slave family. So? He could have chosen to leave. It's easy to say, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> if you want to uproot the slavery, I would rather target the father, if anything. Okay. Well, uh, just free the slaves. Unfortunately, mm. to, to overthrow the slavery, you have to overthrow the city of Tay. Mm. So uh, that uh, that ain't a job for five of us. Let, let's put that in our back pockets and, and deal with that later, shall we? Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure overthrowing a city is something that we're ready to do just yet. Taking out one slaver as an act of... We um, could do it with pamphlets. <laughs> I, I think Baron Byram is the type to start an uprising. If you've, you seem to have the skill yeah. to a really find a grassroots movement. <laughs> full protest. A, a political uprising against slavery sounds fantastic. As long as there's some head splitting going on, then I'll, I'm good with it. To, to Ladies show the, a guillotine. A <laughs> guillotine. <laughs> No, not ability. Not ability. But we do have other pressing matters. Um, Glassstaff has escaped, and he's headed ah. towards Thunder Tree. Is no, you right? don't. You don't know where Glassstaff's headed to. He's just. You oh. just know that he's escaped. Oh well, who's at Thunder Tree? Who's Radoff? Radoff has information Radon. for us. Radoff the Druid. As still are, our good old boy, he let us know. Yeah, Gil, this is the first you've heard that glass stuff has escaped. Yes. Tragic, but Duran, Duran, in, in weakness, he uh, he fell victim to the sweet words of the necromancer. He promised his friend, he promised the uh, the woodworker he could bring him back, and and. Uh, Duran, in a moment of weakness, let him go. I find it so odd that you're forgiving for that scoundrel and yet a slaver you'll defend. Is, uh... I won't defend a slaver, but I will condemn those who lie. Mm. Uh, to okay. my face. For weeks. <sighs> Breaking down institutionalised slavery is, takes a while. You can't just do it <laughs> in one go and blame just one individual for it. Indeed, he's been indoctrinated. However... I, mm-hmm. I do. I'm not pro-slavery. No. Just They're, no. Just elves making mistakes and letting our captive go. I just say I, I agree. I grown to admire this Gill fellow that was yeah. all a lie. I must say I am very disheartened to realise 
that you have been lying to me this whole time. Yeah. It will take me some time. That accent was... I didn't expect it to all be a, a walk in the park. I mean, if you think back to the times when we've actually not been uh, pressed for for time because there's a town under siege or we're on the road or whatever it happens to be, getting attacked by goblins and Billy showing up how many fucking times now? 10, 12? Uh, there's not a lot of... There's not a lot of uh, Time for soul searching and uh, bringing things to the to the group, but uh, I can't expect uh, complete understanding. I get that. Let it be said that I do believe in second chances. Yeah, good. So, uh, what are we going to do about this uh, about glass stuff? Mm. It's been a. But the festival was great, and now it's just a total downer. I'm just going to say it. Things, <laughs> things didn't, it weren't good for long. As you say mm. that, you can just hear like fireworks going up. Background and people awesome. laughing and cheering outside. Seems an age ago. Mm. <laughs> Perhaps, Mirakin, we can regain that upper by recapturing Glassstaff and saving this town for good properly. I propose that we head after him post-haste. We can use Mr. Duran's horses, and hopefully we can catch up to him. But first we need to find out where he is. Mm. We have a lead on that, at least. Do we? Yeah. Really? We, we do. Right off the Druid and oh. up north of that place. Right, where Gregmore Castle is, maybe. Agreed. I suppose yeah. it's best we have... I reckon go straight away as well because he's uh, he's already got three days lead on us. If going straight away means we get an earlier chance to dispose of him, then I'm all for it. Who's in agreement with this plan? <laughs> <laughs> three thumbs to two half thumbs. Let's um, go get those horses. Yes, we can feed them apples. We've got we've got like blocks of little bits of cheese you can give them as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't feed Save horses. Cheese. Save cheese. the cheese. <laughs> I don't know. Do horses eat cheese? That's for my babies and my hair. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you guys wanting to leave now? What's the time? It's it's like midnight. It's uh, that you, you can only assume it's midnight thanks to those fireworks going off. They're celebrating the end of end of the festival. Outside. I say. I'm, we should okay. let Duran get a night of sleeping and ourselves also. He said he'd accompany us, surely. Sorry, what? Duran said he'd help us. Another blade, what? Mr. Loras. A blade in our backs? <laughs> Guys We've already, already had one or two of those blade. already. What does, um, what, does, what does Bill think of the idea of um, Duran coming along? You, haven't, you didn't experience what went down at the house. You just know that he let Glassstaff go. Well, I uh, I can't imagine what it's like to lose a, a friend that close. So uh, I'm not going to pass judgment. <laughs> so Very is good. It, is it Thank a, you, Mr. Bill. Is it a bit of a is it a rest? And so Duran can be rested for the morning, or are you guys going to leave without him? What What is the plan? Do we have a cart? We can put him in a cart. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I propose we uh, we rest up and head out. I mean, if nothing else, Laros, he can ride in front and, and show us the way. You can hear um, some noise from the back room uh, in the sleeping uh, giant tavern. And uh, the innkeeper, the, the lady behind the bar mistress, I guess, comes walking in. She's like, you guys need a room. I'm stuffing um, a bag with um, booze, by the way. <laughs> so I might be caught out, but I, I've heard that all the drinks are on the house. Yeah, you turn to her and just sort of go, I heard it was on the house. She's like, yeah, all right, love, whatever. You guys need a room or what? <laughs> I, I would appreciate a room, yes. Yeah, she, she, You've got a double uh, for me. <laughs> just for you. She hands you, like, little keys to, to five double rooms, the best her tavern's got to go, uh, which, which honestly, they're not very good. You, uh, when you get in there, there's, they're just kind of a, a shambles. This whole place has been essentially run by Red Brands for, for months and months. So the place is in a pretty bad state, but she has offered the rooms up for free. You are the no, good price. Yeah. Bonus. Yeah. Just while we're heading to the rest, it looks like Randon's been throwing some um, coins around to yeah. various people. I think everybody's had inspiration given to them from, from random origins. Oh, wow. So if you didn't have Thanks, one, random. you've got one. If you already had one, you've got <gasps> another one as well. Thanks, random. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, right, yeah, so you guys are welcome to sort of rest up. Uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to do before that long rest? Um, did I need to have a carry on playing around with that ring? No, no, that's that's fully that's attuned to you now. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sweet. Quit playing with your ring, Laros. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, like to... oh, like to... <laughs> I'd like to... You'd like to... I'd like to cast uh, Speak with Animals and get to know my spiders a little bit better, um, see if I can get them to respond to their names. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe learn a few simple commands. Okay, well... Um... Drive this conversation. So you you cast the spell. Um, what what do you say to them? Gil and Bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll help you um, out here. So they they're relatively newly born. So you'd probably have to be the one that gives them names. As soon as you mm. cast it, you see them yeah. scuttle down off your shoulders and sort of sit up onto this little nightstand next to the bed, <laughs> and they seem to be ready to listen. Yes, my sweet babies. You are Ransen, and you, your name shall be hmm, Bolej. Bolej. I hope Bolej. I don't. I hope I don't need to remember these. <laughs> she's just trying to. She's trying to pat them and, and make friends friends with them and see if they will res- respond to her. Yeah, yeah, and you can see both of the spiders. Um, sort of just like pushing up against your fingers as you sort of like pat them or scratch the tops of them. And you can just hear them just going, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes, we're friends, aren't we? I'm your mama. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I was going to pat them and just feed them little bits of food. Okay. <laughs> um, and, the, and you can just hear them sort of real, ba- real basic in, in what they're able to say. But they're just saying, Mama, mama, yes, yes. F- feed, feed us, feed, yum. 
<laughs> and they're just sort of like nibbling away at the food that you're, you're handing them. Um, very good. Very good, my children. Yeah. Is there anything you wanted to delve into with them? I'll, I'll leave it there. I don't want to bore everyone with spider antics. Okay. I don't know if anyone else is really bored by spider antics, but if, <laughs> if that's what you feel. I'll, I'll observe I'll observe their wall climbing actions and, and uh, see if I can teach them to spin webs on command. Okay, so um, we'll say because the difference you have between most people when they are trying to train an animal is they actually have to try and train it when they can't speak the language of the animal, but you can speak to them directly. Um, so you kind of... I hate. I got to stop saying kind of. So you point to the you point to the wall and you issue in a command a command. But because you can speak their language, you explain to them what that command is, and they just scuttle up onto the wall. They understand straight away. Ah. Um, you explain to them the idea of using their web. They're still new to using their web. They actually have you haven't seen them using their web at all before, um, and. So explaining that to them is kind of a weird process. You're trying to like, it's coming out of there and you can do stuff with it. It's sticky and little things. And you, and they start like um, playing with their web and, and laying little bits of web on the wall. And you, you grab little um, bits of cheese and sort of the tiny, tiny <laughs> bits of cheese and kind of just throw it at the web to show that it can stick. Um, and they scuttle across their web and, 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 and eat that as well. So like you're, you're training them, but you're also training them the, the, the command you want as well. So by the, by the end of this night, before you go to sleep, they've learnt um, the command for wall walking. They've learnt the command for, for web, uh, doing, like doing something with their web. You'd have to explain to them what you wanted them to do. But they're understanding the concept. My sweet children. We yeah. will become powerful together. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you can, <laughs> the Baron can just hear this maniacal laughter coming from Merican's room. That's the weirdest room. Oh, sure. runs in a bullet. Yes. <laughs> spin, my children. Spin. <laughs> I'm just curling up in bed with this dwarf tome, The Adventure of Ermon, trying to read it. <laughs> and I can hear this maniacal. I can only assume you're talking to spiders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Uh, anyone else? Is there anything else anyone needs to do before bed? Can I get any information out of this dwarf tome or is that just a, a thing? What was the, oh, okay. Normally I pride myself on remembering everything that I've handed out. <laughs> what is, what is, is was, did you find that in the nightstand in this room? Like what is it? Uh, I, I think I might have found it in Glassstaff's room. Oh, I right. also I got the dwarf tome, the adventure of Ermon. That's right. That's right. And I also got the necromancer spell book. Yeah, so. the the tome. I do remember the tome now. It's basically almost like a diary of this this dwarf. So you understand dwarven? I do have a ritual, so I can understand. Right. Language. Yeah, I mean, you can you could take time to read it, but it, um, so it's up to you if you wanted to take time to read it. Uh, yeah, some bedtime reading. Yeah, there's it's it, there's no big magical secrets. It's really written almost like a um, like a, a, a an action romance. It's kind it's a little R rated. Like he's really oh. talking up his own prowess with the ladies and conquering this. things. And he's always he's really detailing the ladies in in ways he shouldn't be. And it's does he have of, a picture of him on the creepy. front? With yeah, his yeah. Shirt off? 
Yeah, and he's he's like and super muscular. He doesn't really look like a gnome. He looks like a mix between an elf and a gnome. Like he's really accentuated his own features. He's a dwarf, isn't he? Oh, dwarf, sorry, 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 a gnome. sorry a dwarf, not not a gnome. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So all right, you expect him to look dwarvish, but he's kind of accentuated his looks to make hairy chest out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's Burt Reynolds <laughs> of um, dwarves. Yeah, so it's really just like um, softcore book that he's written that he's quite proud of. <laughs> What what glass stuff was doing with it? I got no idea. Yeah, pages aren't stuck together. <laughs> no, no. Okay, well that's enough. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So. This is only going to make Baron's innuendos worse. Erman, you man, you hunky man, dwarf man. Yeah, I mean, feel free to regale the um, the others about tales that you you read in this tome as you travel. I mean, I think we'd all be we'd all be I interested. I do that. I think we'd, we'd all be interested in a page or two out of Ermon's book. Uh, <laughs> so you guys, you guys wake up in the morning to just like um, someone knocking on all the doors. Uh, you can hear "Rise and shine, out you get." Like <laughs> it's uh, you look out and it seems to be. It looks it's early morning. It's sort of eight o'clock in the morning. Um, it's a relatively foggy morning as well. Um, and the town is just deathly quiet. Everyone is clearly not up for um, sort of fraternizing at this time of this morning specifically. All right, hungover, are they? Yeah, yeah. So what, what would you guys uh, like no, to do? No breakfast, lady? She's gone. She's she's just knocked and left. So if you guys want to head down down into the uh, the tavern area. Before we depart, Fandolin, I'd like to make a quick stop at the Costa and just check on the gears. Do you want last to come to? I shall come. Sure, I'll come. All right. I'm going to see if they got volume two of Ermon. <laughs> you might you might need to check out um, the uh, Barthens provisions. Who, who knows what he's got? Oh, okay. He does have one book. <laughs> yes, he does. Him <laughs> is a face. Um, okay, well, you guys travel um, through town and it's just deadly quiet. No one seems to be out. The Lion Shield Costa is doesn't look to be open yet, um, uh, but you but you can sort of hear someone moving around inside. Sig politely knocks on the door, and the door opens up, and you can see Lynene, uh, and she welcomes you into the store. I've forgotten her voice. I'm not going to do it. So uh, she welcomes <laughs> you, <laughs> she welcomes you into the store. I feel very weird doing the female voices, but illusion okay. broken. Illusion. Okay, fine. <laughs> Um, oh, the heroes! Yeah, come on in, come on in. Um, you uh, did you enjoy last night's festivities? Oh, it was a little awkward at the end there. Let's not go into it. With the spiders. <laughs> uh, so she welcomes she welcomes you all in, and she um, uh, she says, "I know why you're all here," and whips back the curtain, throwing uh, showing all of her um, her gear. Uh, was there something? That you needed, that you may have forgotten last time? Lenino, I was wondering if you'd be interested in a trade. I have a short bow and a light crossbow. I was wondering if I could swap it for a long bow. Having two ranged weapons is kind of weighing me down a bit. Okay. Um, is so This is a DM question to, to Reese here. Is Sig proficient in long bow? Indeed, he is proficient with all martial weapons, oh, being oh, a fighter. Um... Lenine takes a look at the at your your gear. Um, so what was it? A crossbow and a short bow. Yep. 
Have you used them much or at all? I've used the short bow, which is a goblin short bow, which I got ah, in like episode right. one. Yeah. I've used that a few times. I think I've only ever used the crossbow to offer it to someone, but they didn't use it. Right, right. Um, okay. Well, I feel like I uh, didn't expect that. So I don't have all the gear in front of me and her costs and stuff. So I'm just going to have to wing it. She takes a look over the, uh, the goblin short bow first and she notices on the, on the end, the little goblin insignia. Um, she says, well, I don't know if I can really resell this one. If I'm, if I'm being honest, I don't think anyone in town is in need of something sullied by goblin hand, but I'm um, happy to, take that off off your off your hands the crossbow looks uh pretty immaculate though um, i think i think with maybe uh gesundheit loris uh hope you're not coming down with a cold after last night's festivities um, here. <laughs> um yeah and she sort of waves at the dust she's like oh, well i do i suppose uh Yes, I don't show off these this equipment very often. Um, but anyway, back to the back to the crossbow. Uh, would oh, okay. Look, you, the, what you've done for the for the township, what you've all done for the township. I'll I'll let this be a straight trade. Appreciate uh, it, Lenin. Anyone else, it would have cost them something. But for you, no, I could I couldn't dare. I couldn't dare look up the prices for everything and figure it out. <laughs> the the rules is written. The short bow is 25 GP, the hand crossbow is 75, and the long bow is 50. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. But none of you guys know that. Um, so she says it's a fair trade. <laughs> she I says it's a gold mine. <laughs> we will fell many Fandolin foes in your name. Mm. Okay, and cool. Sig looks like he's finished <laughs> in the crosser. Oh, okay, cool. Anyone else? What is... I just can't I don't. <laughs> I don't suppose you have any manacles. Manacles. <laughs> um, we have she, no need for manacles. She she looks around. Um, oh, I've just got all the shop stuff now. Uh, she she looks around. She's like manacles, manacles, uh, and she there, there's clearly nothing up with all of her gear. But she hunts around behind the counter and pulls out some some manacles, and she's like, uh, I've I've had these lying around for a while, and I. Haven't had any use for them. I mean, you're free to take them. Thank you. I I, I can give you some gold if you if you'd like. I, I don't mind paying. No, these are to me these are worthless. But to you, I'm sure you'll find some use for them. <laughs> I'll try. Haven't got a great track record with that one. <laughs> They're not like pink and fluffy. Or... <laughs> you <No>. wish. Manacles behind the counter. <laughs> uh, anything else? Anything else you guys need from the uh, the Costa? No, I think we're good. Yeah. Sig, have you got everything you need? Indeed. Let us be off. Let's see if wow. Mr. Duran has awoken yet. If we must deal with him, then fine, but let's make it quick and get on the road. Agreed. Okay, okay great. As um, you guys head north towards um, the, the turn-off uh, near uh, Duran's orchard, and you see Duran standing there with um, six horses ready to go. Um, he's. He, it looks like he hasn't been waiting very long, um, and he he sees you lot coming, and uh, and says, "Where are we? Uh, I assume you guys have ridden horses before." 
Oh, please don't tell me he's going to stop being a dick, or else I'll have to kill him. I don't know if he was being a dick by saying that. Yeah, I don't know if he was being a dick by asking if you know how to ride horses. (laughs) That's just how he talks. Can you give us a rundown of his appearance again so everyone knows what he is? I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah, he he looks to be an older elf. He's definitely aged a fair bit. Um, Mirakin, you can tell that he's he's clearly um, past midlife for, for an elf. He, he's probably 100 to 130 years old, somewhere in that ballpark. He's looking pretty aged. He's looking pretty tired. Um, he's he's I looking. That's that old for an elf, actually. How old do. Oh, they lived quite a while, don't they? They lived for like 500 and. Well, yeah, so. more than that, I reckon. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I'm like 100 and I'm young. Right, right. <laughs> We might have to age him up a little bit then because because he's he is he is looking uh, relatively older for for an elf. Um, he's got long silvery hair. He doesn't. He still doesn't look as um, elegant as he did the first time you met him. He's um, he's not looking as tired. Uh, Bill, um, an elf typically claims adulthood and an adult name around the age of one hundred and can live to be. 750 years old. Okay, so we're going to have to age this 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 elf up a little bit. I think uh, we're going to have to put him in the 300-year range um, for, for this instance. Um, and so he, he looks he looks pretty battle-hardened, um, but there's a softness to him today compared to, to other days, uh, than the other days you've met him. He's not looking as tired or as worn as he was um, last night. He's clearly had a, a good rest now. He's gotten a lot off his chest. Um, but he's also, he doesn't hold that same elegance. He's not holding that same superiority that he was holding before. Um, he has been well and truly humbled. Um, and he's holding, he's, he's got these horses lined up. Um, and he asks, uh, did you need a hand uh, with your gear? Thank you for preparing the horses, Mr. Duran. I think we're all ready to go. Okay. Uh, by my calculations, uh, it should be about... Holy shit. It should it's be... fucked up. Hey. <laughs> it's pretty good. It was like... You guys not seen it before? No. It <laughs> should be... Yes, I know my, my face is beautiful. No. Um, it should be about a day and a half's travel by horse. I propose we head straight there. We do not want to lose any time with glass stuff. Scooting off into the distance by himself. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I th- yeah. So by by horse, it'll take you a, about a day and a half if you were to, to rest along the way. I think if you were to have no rests, you'd be you'd make it there. Um, what is it? Eight o'clock now. You'd probably make it there by mm, eleven o'clock at night, maybe. If you went straight there, maybe maybe one a.m. I'm not sure that mm-hmm. would be wise. We'd arrive tired, and so would the horses. Mm. Agreed. An extra half day isn't going to make too much of a difference. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, let's put you guys onto the uh, the Sword Coast map. You know who uh, Darren looks like? He looks like Nicholas Cage. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Equally bad actor. He he absolutely does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so you guys, he's as eccentric. That's going to be fun. 
Um, you guys head north um, and join onto the, the Tribor Trail and then head west back uh, across towards the coast. You passed where what are now the rotting bodies of the horses um, of Sildar and Gundren. Um, you recognize that uh, as you as you make your way past. And you make it um, maybe halfway up the high road and there's a small um, small sign on the road heading off to the sort of northwest uh, signs for Thunder Tree. Um, you guys take that that right and it looks to be hitting about the 11 o'clock mark at the moment as you as you yes get a couple of hours off the high road if you guys would like to rest here um, by the time you get to thunder tree once you factor in a rest uh, you get to thunder tree about nine o'clock in the morning so yeah that's good so you guys take a you guys uh, set up a little camp off the side of this this um, trail towards Thunder Tree, um, the Baron sort of flicks through a couple of pages of this tome he's been reading, uh, much oh. to Murican's disgust and uh, Loris's wow. enjoyment. Laughing, Loris laughs heartily at some of the stuff that Shannon reads uh, about the Baron oh. reads out. And Mur- not the necromancy tome, then. The, no, uh, no, no. Our good um, dwarven friends tome. Is Murican disgusted by uh, this sort of novel? I'll reserve judgment. I just want to hear yeah. a little bit more, just to yeah. just to make okay. sure, just to make sure <laughs> that it's as bad as I think it is. But I just mm. want to make sure, so I just read a little bit more. I'll make sure everyone sees the cover. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a tough guy. Um, uh, yeah. Is there anything you guys needed to focus on or do before having your your second long rest? No. Okay, cool. You guys wake up again um, to the same sort of stuff. Everything seems to be clear. You've had an uneventful, uneventful night, and Duran is ready with the horses. First thing, he's he's very keen to help you guys um, get to Thunder Tree. Um, American again, you find just a, a couple of um, sort of molted skins of your spiders uh, near your sleep where you were sleeping. Uh, and again, when you go to investigate, you don't sort of you. This time you you don't even know where they are. You can't you can't see oh. them. You do have you do strangely have bits of web in your hair now that you have to kind of clear out. They've been practicing, I think, but they you can't where seem to you? you can't seem to see you, your spiders anywhere. I'm gonna I'm gonna call them by their names. Okay, I'm gonna call out to them. Okay, which you, I remember their names totally. Yeah. <laughs> Do you no. remember their names? Do you remember them? Anyway. Yes. You, um, I was just kidding. Of course I know my own children's names. You you call you call out their names and and as you do so, you you notice you can now feel them. One on each shoulder. You couldn't feel them there before. Um, but now the moment you've called them out, you feel them sitting on your shoulders and they, they crawl up into your hair again. And again, they're a little bit bigger than they were. Um, and they're now at three HP. So they've wow. gotten a little bit stronger again and a little bit bigger. They are. It's all this teleportation or invisibility. Hmm. Give me. I have to try to talk to them about that. <laughs> Give me a nature check. Ooh, I've never done one of those before. Okay, I'm rolling for nature. 17. 17's a good roll. Um, when they both times that they've reappeared you've seen some sort of like shine or a shimmer to them um, and you, you remember stories from um, from home about spiders that could phase 
in and out of the ethereal plane. Um, the, the, the commonly known as phase spiders. Oh. Um, My babies can misty step just like me. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little different to misty step, um, but also quite similar. It means, well, if if these are phase spiders, and you're kind of thinking that that could be what they are, um, that means they literally move into an ethereal plane. So it's not like the with misty step you move in and out, sort of like a portal kind of thing. These, the idea of moving into the um, ethereal plane is they can stay in the ethereal plane and pop out so they can avoid things oh. quite simply. Talented young uns. Yeah. Anyway, so you guys all head north on this trail um, and we're going to drop you guys off at Thunder Tree. Now I've got to make sure it's all ready to go. I think it's all ready to go. <laughs> New map. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh... Okay. I was just looking at Mills and Boone covers. <laughs> that's, that's what I was trying to remember. Mills and Boone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Ooh, where are we? I need to actually get your guys' tokens off the previous and chuck them on here. I want to know how Loris has been treating Duran this whole time. Is uh, Duran in line for an axing? Um, basically, I've been... Well, not ignoring, but just watching him closely because I don't trust him as far as I could throw him, and it's probably quite far, to be fair. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just watching him. If he makes anything like a misstep, anything kind of like a, a suggestion that he's not towing the line, I'm likely just to kill him. I'm not impressed with him being here at all. And uh, in the same manner that you've been watching Duran, I've also been watching Bill with suspicion. <laughs> Uh, let's get Duran in here as well. Oh, he's a tiny little Duran. Aww. How adorable. Oh, he looks so sad. Yeah, he's he's a... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's have, a, let's have a quick look at what's going on. So you guys can see your tokens at the top left of this, uh, this little uh, yep. map area. You guys might be a little... Looks like a zoo. I wonder how big that is, actually. You guys might need to be smaller. Oh, let's make you guys cute and tiny. Oh, <laughs> uh, this... Each of these tiny squares is five foot, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good sound effect. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, cool. You guys have been shrunk down. Um, okay, so gradually, as you guys make your way across this trail... Uh, it becomes like an old, overgrown lane that's been that's sort of winding uh, between um, dilapidated buildings that you can see sort of spreading out in front of you. These buildings are just choked in vines and brush. Uh, walls have sort of tumbled down. You can see some buildings have their walls still standing, but there there don't seem to be roofs on any of the buildings in front of you. Um, in the well, you can't really see into the middle there. Oh, I suppose you kind of can. You can sort of see further down the path in front of you. Uh, it rises up a steep hill upon which stands a, a stone tower with a partially collapsed roof and a little cottage joining onto it. Um, a dirt road hugs the base of the hill and winds its way between old stone houses, many of which are, as I said, roofless uh, with interiors open to the weather, um, and other buildings appear more or less in intact. The whole place is eerily silent. Um, Duran points out that in front of you there's a, a wooden sign nailed to a nearby post, and it just reads in hand written. It looks like it's 
been written into sort of like a black. You're not sure. It's not a paint. I don't know. It's, it's paint. It's written in something that says danger in big letters. Um, plant monsters and zombies turn back now. So it's like a little warning sign from someone. Is that telling plant monsters and zombies to turn back now? <laughs> it's all that a matter right. of punctuation. Yeah, it's it's uh, plant zombies. No, plant monsters and zombies! Exclamation mark! Turn oh, back now! Right. Exclamation right. mark! Um, danger sign. That's important, you see. Yeah, um, mm. but you can see the the average sort of tree around this area seems to be about thirty or forty foot tall. It's, everything is is seriously overgrown. Um, and, uh, Duran says, and this is, uh, this is Thunder Tree. I haven't stepped foot in here for many year, year. What's the, uh, what's the deal with the, the plant monsters and zombies? I'm not quite sure. I don't remember, uh, any of the sort. The last time I came through, it was quite a populated place, but that was near on a hundred year ago. Hmm. Duran, do you know where Radoth resides here? Uh, unfortunately not, but uh, I'm sure uh, if we go building to building, we'll probably find him. I mean, if he's if he's even here. And uh, have you met Radoth before? I have not. I have not. What? Silda was the one that gave you the information about Radoth. Oh. Good old Silda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, good old boy. Um, what? What? Oh, that's right. He's laid up. But he can't yeah. make. Anyway. Yeah. So he he got the information off Kellen while you guys were um, fighting the red brands. He sort of uh, spent a bit more time with Kellen and Carp and learned a bit more. And they he sort of told her about what he was looking for. And as soon as he mentioned to her that he was looking for a Cragmore Castle, she basically told him, "Look, uh, Radoth could know because he he knows every square inch of this land." Mm. Is there any well, like, signs uh, of life? I'm sorry. I, I was just going to say, we've, we've dealt with zombies before. I mean, what's some uh, plant monsters on top of that? <laughs> I'm, I'm with Bill, uh, Bill on this one. Ah, uh, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I, I'm getting your name mixed up all the time now. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Um, can the Baron give me a perception check, please? Perception. Yeah. Yes. Actually, what's what's all your passive? You, who's got the highest passive perception? That's you, American, with fourteen. Is that right? Indeed. And everyone else is twelve, ten. Yeah. Okay. Twelve. Okay. No, that's that's fine. Um, it's man, I haven't needed my dice in forever, so I just need to check something. <laughs> Uh-oh, the DM's looking for his dice. It's about time. It's about time. Um, Feels like forever. American's <laughs> just looking around nervously, and you see her reach into a, a pouch she carries at her hip and start um, just stroking her arms. Strangely, you don't really know what she's doing as she mutters away to herself. Yeah, so American's the only one that really notices... Um, that something might be a little bit weird with there's a shrub that's kind of in front of you all off to the right um, and it just looks a little odd to American and she thinks it might have moved in a slightly weird manner um, watch out for that shrub 
so I've just made, Baron Crack can't be him. Yeah, I've just I've just made that. I was just about to dive into that shrub. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. What would you guys like to do? You've noticed a bit of an odd shrub that's looking. It just looks a bit weird. You think it might have moved. Am I able to use the cantrip gust to yeah, uh, see gonna... if I can uh, disturb the leaves and yeah, see if anything sure. happens? Uh, Transmute the air to push through the shrub and hopefully draw the leaves back. Okay. Um, what have we got here? What does it have to do? It passes. The shrub has to pass a strength save. Uh, yeah. All right, the, the shrub fails, and you notice it um, not only because it gets pushed back five feet, um, not only does it get pushed back five feet, but it kind of topples to the ground, and you notice that it has arms and legs. Um, it's it's a, some kind of humanoid shape, but it's a tree shrub thing, and it scuttles back, back to its feet and just goes back into a still... Um, pose, basically trying to look like a shrub once more. Oh, is, is that the plant monster? I mean, it looks like what the sign might be talking about. Jesus. I've never seen such things. Yeah, you don't know about this sort of stuff? You're a druid? Well, yeah, give us a nature, give us a nature check <laughs> again. <laughs> Do I know such things? <laughs> <laughs> well, I am Circle of the Forest. If, if anyone were to know about magical shrub monsters, it's mm. Should be me. I've rolled a ten. If anyone else had rolled a ten, I would have said probably nothing. But because you are one with um, nature, it's probably an easier roll for you. So you recognise this as a twig uh, blight. A uh, I can give you a little yep. bit of information about what Mirican probably knows of these. They're a, a skittery creature that resembles a small leafless walking plant. Twig blights hide, as you know, by rooting themselves among. <laughs> I was just waiting for Shannon to say something. <laughs> by, by rooting themselves amongst ordinary plants. So they kind of just like dig in and, and their, f- their legs kind of grow into the ground and they, they secure themselves next to other plants to try and blend in. Um, this one is, yeah, this one was kind of blended in, but is now just kind of on this road, this little path now, looking quite obvious, but he's trying to blend in. Does he look dangerous at all? Or is he just, what was that? Sorry, Loris? I was just saying, does he look dangerous at all or is he just like a, a shrub in a road? <laughs> I mean, yeah, to, to you guys, he, he doesn't look like he's coming for you. He's It is just trying to almost ignore you guys. Can we see its shoes or anything? No, no. Its feet uh, have, have... You can see that where its feet should be have been planted into the ground. Rooted. It's, it's rooted. That's rooted, yeah. Mm, I don't trust that. How about you guys? I, I think he's quite funny. He's planting himself in the middle of the road. That's that seems a bit silly. Mm. <laughs> I'm quite. Fit. I, I'm going to. I'm going to yell out. Or is, actually, I'm going to stop. I was about to yell out and say, "Should we yell out for Radoff? What do you think? Or do I we think, not want to give our position away? Well, if he's as clever as he's well, he knows the. Lie of the land. Surely he would have seen us walking in here. Maybe we should just make a whole lot of noise and he'll, cut, he'll turn up. Be quicker than um, searching for him. <coughs> okay. So get the thumbs up. I see. And, and um, Sildar knows him, right? That doesn't 
doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot. We could yell out Sildar Sentas or something, you know? Yeah, or we could just set fire to a whole lot of trees and maybe he'd just turn up and try and put it out. Yeah, he is a druid. Yeah, he's, a, he's not going to like that. That's not how to make friends and influence druids. Not really. It might be his guards. Um, Durant's oh, right. Durant speaks up and says, I mean, the sign says we should leave. I mean, that makes me think there could be quite a few here. Do we make ourselves known? or? And he, and he removes this um, longbow off his back um, and, and says, I'm, I'm quite a good shot with this if, uh, if I'm needed. Uh, I have my club as well if you need me up, up front with you guys, but I feel much safer with this longbow in my hand. Indeed you can, Sorry, Bill? You can shoot an arrow at a bush? Uh, that I'd like to see. I mean, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty good aim. I, uh... There's a bush just ahead of us. So, yeah, so... it's not actually a bush, though, is it? And he, he looks at you guys. It's, you want me bush? to? You want me to prove my my accuracy? Absolutely. It just it just seems uh, a little bit futile to shoot a piece of wood at a at a bush. What a man. Um, all right, if, you, well, if, the, if the arrow has flames attached to it, it would certainly be more effective. Sure. What, uh, what, what were you going to say, Sig? Yeah, perhaps before we worry about a small tree, we should continue our search. If they prove a threat, then we can... Shunk! And this arrow eight. just shoots out and <laughs> goes square into this, um, into this twig uh, blight. Oh, all the more, and it goes into what American make can make out as the head of this blight, and it just goes straight into the head, and it topples to the ground, and it's dead. It's mm. just unconscious. It's, it's sorry, not unconscious. It's dead. Um, impressive. Very American golf clap. Yeah, and um, <laughs> done. Yes, that poor bush. All it did was like get blown <laughs> over and ran away. And Durant, Durant turns to out of feel. Durant turns to Bill and says, uh, "I hope, uh, I hope I prove my worth with that." Uh, now, we seems there could be many here. I think we need to be. Do do we do as uh, the Baron wants and make ourselves known, or do we look around? So uh, note that down. That was impressive. Indeed, Mister Loris, it's already in my book. <laughs> um, <laughs> Perhaps this for an idea, if the party is agreeable. I'm not really one for sneaking about. How about I walk up to this little building ahead of us on our left? I'll call out for Radoff. If the trees encircle me to kill me, you kill them, we kill everybody. It'll be fine. And if not, <laughs> at least we can divert the attacking groups into two. Sounds Good like plan. fun. <laughs> yeah, agree. Sig stomps forward quite confidently and makes it to the first building. And has a look inside. All right. So the, as you approach this thing, you notice there's a. Um, this is one of the few buildings that has the full walls. It's that are still standing. Um, there's a withered signboard by the door of this building showing a faded image of a workhorse holding a flagon of ale. Uh, the building is sagging and dilapidated, but it's more intact than the ruins across the road from you. Um, so you you enter in. So he picks up his hammer and knocks on the door. The door frame. And calls out, Radoff, we need to speak to you. Uh, let's have a quick look. Oh. Do you hear some sort of groaning from inside? 
Sid looks back to the party and then walks inside. Okay. By the time uh, you get inside, so let's. Let's make these things appear. Um, yeah, sorry. Let's move the map over to to show that. You walk inside. You've got by the time you've knocked and and then walked in a few a little bit of you know a good half minute has passed, and you enter just as these zombies have gotten to their feet, um, and they are looking in your direction. They look a little different um, than the zombies you've experienced uh, with Duran. These ones look a little. Like they're kind of, uh, they've been a little burnt or something. There's a bit of ash to them, to their complexion. I guess what we're going to have to do right now is is roll for initiative. Oh, it's been a while. It has. It's been like a really, that's not what I'm looking for. Don't forget to select your tokens, everyone. Reese, did you select your token? You know it. Oh god, it's kept all the Great. old ones as well. I need to make sure. Oh, uh, there's two from Loris and two from everybody. Uh, I really missed I'm not, it. I'm not saying that. Oh uh, no, I am. As the DM, I am. <coughs> I see all. What did you? What, did you, what, what doesn't everyone? What doesn't everyone tell me what they what they got? Race. Sig rolled fourteen point fourteen. Okay. I rolled 18.13. Cool. Hey, 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 hold on. Um, <laughs> Bill, Bill rolled 22.14. I was just going in the order in the chat room. In the chat. What? Yeah. Mine's, uh, uh, mine's about the order. Ah. This is a mess. Orders. This is an absolute mess. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Lars. What'd you roll, sorry, Joe? I have rolled a 14. Okay. And the I Baron? I rolled a, a 15. Okay, cool. Let's get let's get Duran in there as well. Uh, does he? He should have a button somewhere for me to do this. Uh, oh, learn how to play, Reagan. Jeez. Come on. <laughs> All right, he's rolled a fourteen, and we're going to get the zombies to all roll together, just so we don't have to spend all that time. Figuring stuff out, and they have not rolled well with the, th- the really pathetic three. Um, okay, well, we'll go to the top of the order here, Loris. You've you don't really even know there's um, girl world twenty two. Where's Loris? Well, at the top? Oh, yeah, two. All right, let's let's move <laughs> Gil to the top for some reason. Bill. Bill. Oh, you got to change your name there Sorry. as well. I, we don't need to change my name. I don't know. I don't know. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Somewhere else. Oh, God. There's somewhere else. Right. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in the world 20. Change your name. Same name. Here we go. Yay. Oh, that's weird. For some reason. You're, okay. All right. So Gil, you're, uh, Bill, you're at the top here. So you've seen Sig uh, sort of knock on this door, give you a little hand signal. And then push into the into the room. Um, you don't know what's in there, so it's just your turn to move or do whatever you need to do. Yeah, I was uh, I was following him anyway, so I'll just continue following him up to here and 
can I see into the room or? Yeah, you can sort of see past uh, uh, Sig a little bit. Uh, you can see that there's multiple forms in the room, but you can't really make out what they are with um, Sig's uh, frame in the doorway. Uh, I, I don't know that there's zombies. No, you can just, uh, for for this kind of turn, you can make out that there are multiple forms past Sig. You can't see exactly what they are. Uh, okay, in that case, I don't. I I'm just gonna hold my action. If I, if that one that's in that form, that is in front of me, like if if it becomes obvious to me that it's a hostile form, mm-hmm. um, I will cast vicious mockery. Does that need? Uh, does that that goes a saving throw, isn't it? Okay, cool. That's fine. Mm-hmm. All right, Loris, over to you. Yeah, so obviously I have no idea what's going on in the room, but I am kind of following along nicely. Mm. I think I'll just um, park up. Well, I'm just going to park here and sort of give um, Sig a bit of a, what's going on in there, dude? What do you see? From that position, you can, in in the crack between Sig and the wall, you can see a a zombie against the far wall. So you can see it's... it's in like three quarters, like um, uh, cover, but you can okay. sort of see a bit of it. So how far did I move there? Probably. Hmm. Um, if single, oh, if it reduces your movement if you pass passing someone out. Yeah, it, it, you you reduce it by half. Hmm. I think I'll wait where I am. I'll wait till Sig to move, and then I'll um, and then I'll do something. Okay. All right. Um, the Baron. Okay. So no one's squealed or anything. No or? one's no one's made like any noises about anything at the moment. You've just seen Sig um, sort of kick his way into this room. Uh, Bill and Loris have just made their way up alongside this this thing, but no one's really showing any signs of any danger from what you can see. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to walk up to the corner of this building then and keep my eye out. Okay. Gonna, is there, can I see any moving, twitching plants or anything? Uh, from that position? No. You, okay. All you can see are like the, the vines and the shrubs and the stuff all around you that's overgrowing this place. All right. No one's given me any uh, reason to worry, so I'm just going to stand here. Okay. Uh, Mirican, over to you. You've just had um, the Baron show up next to you. You've also seen Sig push his way into here, into this um, building in front of you guys. Um, it doesn't seem to be any urgency. <laughs> All right. Pretty exciting battle so far. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to walk up next to the door and uh, see if I can peer around Sig. What's going on in there? Yeah, as you make your way into that position, you, you've you've seen like a couple of zombies as you've made your way past. You've seen hints of them, and you can they look similar to you. They look similar to what you saw uh, with um with the uh, Duran situation. Sorry, not Duran, the Heyman situation. Zombies! Why are you <laughs> oh not God. yelling? There's freaking zombies in there. Yeah, it's a little weird. You, I'm going to say, American finds it a bit strange like- that no one has has really mentioned them. Oh God! They're so used to them now. How many? (laughs) They're going to kill us all. Why are you so calm? (laughs) Shambling dead. 
Does uh, it trigger my action if I know that there is zombie? Yeah, but you can't really. You can't see. You only see hints. I mean, I don't know. Um, you could. I guess you could aim that at a gap, at the small hint of a zombie that you can see in front of uh, in front of Sig. Is there a terrible smell coming out of the room when he opened well, it? It's like so. What happens is I call something out, and then they wisdom save on it, and if it's bad enough, they uh, take damage. Yeah, we can we can give that a go. So I think I think if I know that there's zombies, you like, you've seen the essence of my reaction was like, is this is this thing a danger? Yeah, obviously a zombie is a danger. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yep. Sure. So you can. So we got to do a saving throw. Yeah. Uh yeah. I'm just gonna call that. What's a uh, skeleton's favorite plant? A bonsai tree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? That was like an undead and a tree pun. Yeah, that was yeah. good. <laughs> no, um, the, unfortunately, the zombie has rolled a 16. Oh, God damn it. Mm-hmm. And he just brushes it off with a, f- a bit of ash. <laughs> a bit of ash goes, flies off. Um, so, American, was that all of your turn? No. Before my turn ends, I'd like to... Uh, I may have mentioned earlier as we entered the area that American took something out of her pouch and started smoothing it over her arms and if you look over to her now you'll see that her her skin starts spreading uh, over the skin starts spreading a kind of hard wooden texture and you realize that she's armored herself with bark skin Ooh, nice <laughs> and for oh. her action this turn she is going to shoo her babies off her shoulder and say stay safe stay safe and then she will transform herself with wild shape into a giant wolf spider what this is insane yes okay this is awesome uh i don't have like a nice little spider thing ready for you i should have (laughs) i'll just hang around and, and bark skin so how big is is a wolf spider? This is um, it's a decent size, is, right? It's about the size of like a question. like a dog or something, right? Large dog size, yes. Whoa. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna hang out with as a giant wolf spider covered in in bark skin armor, waiting to mess something up. Yeah. Um. I, I do want to <laughs> remind I do want to remind you guys that this building has no roofing on it. Like I said, it's open oh. to the weather. Um, I'm just All right. In which, in which case, I will climb. I will use my remaining movement to climb up the wall and perch atop, atop those those walls. Okay. Just, just, sh- just shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what? Okay. So okay, that's cool. So you've just transformed down into this wolf spider. You've got these two smaller spiders sitting on sort of a part of your body as you um, spider climb your way. Up. Now, I'm assuming as a wolf spider, do you maintain that bark skin? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. It yeah. is a concentration <laughs> spell, and concentrations are not broken in wild shape. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Because no, okay, normally wild shape would be a concentration spell, but because you are who you are, it's not. Isn't that right? Because you're of the circle of the forest or whatever it is. Something like that. So that's cool. That's really awesome. I don't think it's to do with the circle. I think that's just the rules of wild shape. Oh, really? 
Yeah, wild right. trap's not a spell. Oh, well, that's a, that's seriously cool. Okay, so you're like a wolf spider with bark skin, and that <laughs> that, 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 that raises your like armor class to what sixteen? Is it? Yes. Yeah, that's a tough spider. Okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna let you keep track of your HP because I don't know how much HP a wolf spider has. Have you taken a look at that? It has eleven hit points. Okay, cool. Um, all right, that is an awesome turn. Sig, you've just in. Actually, you haven't seen any of this. You do hear um, sort of scuttling up a wall behind you. You can turn and see just this enormous wolf spider up on the um, top of this wall behind you. You have no idea that it's Mirakin. Um, <laughs> and you have got a room of these ashen spiders uh, in front of you. Zombies. Zombies, sorry. So Sig is got his um, hammer out and he's just going to slowly push away the zombie in front of him as he's explaining to his party what's inside. He's like, half a dummy. And he's just going <laughs> to topple over backwards onto his back prone. Just freaked out at the giant spider. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you're going to get an, uh, that zombie's going to get an opportunity attack here. Um, and he, he gets a net 20. Um, so he just as as you go to move it just it um it goes I know what you're about to do (laughs) just as uh, Sigurd's midair falling upon his back he's just gonna sweep his hammer out at the engaging zombie and use his battle master ability of parry to reduce the sweet stuff so roll when uh, another creature damages you with a melee attack, expend one superiority die to reduce the damage done by my superiority die plus my dex modifier. Okay. So I get to roll a d8 and I plus two on it, which becomes a six plus two is eight. So I reduce the damage by eight. All right. So you take five damage as this thing scratches across you. It just yeah, it just slams. It's it's sort of. Uh, ragged claw of a fist against you um so you you fell onto your back so you're now prone okay okay is there anything else you wanted to do you still got a lot of movement if you wanted to so uh, um and an action uh, hmm um sig will spend three seconds scrambling back up onto his a sitting position on the ground and he's just going to wail incoherently to, and pointing at the spider and the zombies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. It's um, Duran's turn. Uh, what's, what's Duran going to get up to? He's kind of, he's heard you guys call for help and he's going to, he was kind of just hanging back. How much movement's he going to get? All right. He, he runs down to sort of examine this, this, twig um blight that he that he took out and and just spends his turn removing the arrow from the twig blight's head um so that's how he's going to spend his turn Uh, it is the zombies turn or i should say their turns um and they're just all going to start like heading towards um sig they all just move forward and sort of shamble towards Sig, uh, and it looks like only one of them is going to get an attack uh, on Sig. 
and because uh, it's an, it, even he, he had advantage. Oh no, he's standing up, so it's not advantage. He, he he misses. He rolls a six and just sort of like flails out and manages just to catch uh, the shield of that Sig's holding. Um, and the rest of the zombies are just in the room, uh, and looking up at this spider as well. They don't seem to be. I don't know, don't seem to be aggravated by the spider, from what you can tell, Merican. Uh, it is Gil's turn. Gil, you've seen... Oh, Bill's turn. God, I need to get that changed. Uh, <laughs> Bill has seen Merican um, change down. First, her skin harden into this bark-like substance and then sh- like shrink down into this fat, juicy spider as it makes its way up, up, the, up the wall uh, and, and perch itself on top of the wall. Truly terrifying. Uh, I'm just going to call out to that that one again. Uh, so you didn't like that one, huh? How about a, a spine tree? <laughs> Do I even have to roll for that one? No, okay. Uh, they rolled a 15. Oh my gosh. <laughs> These zombies are the wisest zombies in the fucking world. <laughs> Oh, actually, sorry, I didn't. Let's have a look. Uh, it was wisdom, wasn't it? Sorry, it was a thirteen. Sorry, thirteen uh, still passed. Okay, okay, cool. Okay, anything else, uh, Bill? No. That's <laughs> no it. no movement. Okay, uh, Loris, back to you. So, Sig is set on the on the door outside the door. You so he's sort of set on his butt outside the door. He spent he spent <laughs> a bit of time getting back to his feet. Oh, you're on your feet now. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so I can see one zombie kind of in front of him. I'm just sort of like, uh You can see now that there's like, it looks, it looks to you like a room full of zombies. Yeah, but I can literally, all I can see is zombies in yeah. front of me. And you've seen Mirican change shape and climb up this wall as well. That's a bit freaky, but... Spider, <laughs> yeah. okay. Oh yeah, right. I knew she was strange, but spider. Okay. Um, <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So basically, yeah. So Sig's just gonna. Ah, sorry, Sig. Loris is just gonna do what he normally does. My brain's not thinking tonight. Sorry. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna have to do it. It's it's a uh, Ray John kind of. Oh yeah. <laughs> Starling, grumbling. Oh, man, my throat gets fucked up when I do that. <laughs> um, it's worth it, though. Yeah, it's totally okay. worth it. Um, anywho, so, Radeon, um, I'm going to, if Sig will allow me, I'm just going to kind of push Sig out of the way um, and charge into this room if Sig's going to allow it. Yep. See if Sig's ears. Cool. So, yeah, so basically just going to... Um, well, she shoves to get out of the way and face off against this um, the zombie in front of him and aim to smash him in the head with my axe. Yeah, roll to hit. Because, you know, there hasn't been any bloodshed in this, no. in this battle. Really no, depressing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I rolled a 22. Oh, yeah, that's, a, that's definitely a hit. With seven damage. Uh, where are you aiming on, on with this zombie? Just the head, head, head as always? As always. Yeah, okay, cool. So you bring that axe down and it sort of chips down into its shoulder. And there's a big sort of like puff of ash that comes off um, the moment that you hit. Um, 
Could you give me a constitution saving throw? Sure. Um, yeah, with pleasure. Constitution saving throw. I rolled an eight. All right. So, yeah, your axe goes into it and this puff of ash comes off its skin uh, and it sort of coats you and you breathe it in uh, and you start you start coughing um, and it's kind of irritated your eyes. Uh, it's in your lungs. It's in your mouth. Um, and what this means is you're going to have disadvantage on all attack rolls, uh, all saving throws, all ability checks um, for the next for the next 10 rounds. Um. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, Hi. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to put a little marker on you just so we know that that is. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Does that, um, does that, so given when I'm raging, I gain advantage on strength checks and saving throws that are not attacks. This is, this is, does that just mean I'm at non-advantage? Non-advantage. This is this is cancelled out. This is cancelling out any of those benefits. Any for the next minute, you get disadvantage on all those rolls. Oh, oh man. Okay. Oh, so not cancel. It's like over and above. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's how we're gonna. Opposite. That's how we're gonna rule it. It gives you disadvantage. Oh, so, 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 double, double yeah. disadvantage. That's cool. I can do it. It's fine. Okay. Cool. Anything else, Loris? Um, <coughs> yeah, no. I think given I've just had the had the wind knocked out of me with that one. Um, yeah, no. I'm, I'm just sort of yeah, ready to go to battle again. But I'll have to wait. I was thinking about um, pushing, like having my accent and then push in, but I'm not sure whether you'd allow it. Because uh, I want to get if I can. Right. Right. Um, well, I was just taking a look. So we've got people saying that it should just cancel out the advantage so you're at normal rolls. How long does the rage last for? A minute. Okay. All right. So it basically has just cancelled out your rage then. We'll just we'll just say it snapped you out of your rage. Uh, that's fine. I can deal with that. Okay, cool. All right. Um, I, would, I was going to say, I was going, I was umming and ahhing about whether or not Mirican was going to have to take a roll for that as well. But I'm saying that the, the height advantage that she's had... Uh, from that wall is meant she's out of the range of that that ash puff um now what did you want to do sorry you wanted to so I was, yeah i wanted to push and if you'd allow it like so the attack and then i wanted to kind of push the zombie back into the room so obviously there's a space for the others to come in behind me yeah no i'm not gonna that's that's kind of like a strength check that's another action yeah. so that's, i won't be able to do that. yeah that's, yeah that's cool okay cool uh, let's move uh, over to Baron. Okay. Um, a lot's happened since my previous turn where I didn't know there were zombies. <laughs> yeah, you've heard, you've heard Mirican yell out for zombies. Uh, yeah, zombies. Change into a spider form and scuttle up the wall. You've, had Sig, you've seen Sig fall backwards out of this, um, this building with, as you, and, a big, and an arm kind of come out at him as he did so. You've seen Loris go in and then just a big like um, an ash cloud kind of appear in that sort of door frame. That's that's yeah, kind of what's and, gone uh, down. And Duran Duran has pulled out his arrow. <laughs> yeah, he's next to you. He's just kind of like fiddling there was around a wolf, that blight. Wolf call. I was going <laughs> to say he's hungry like the wolf. Duran. <laughs> um, but that's freaked me out. So I'm going to use um, my glass stuff. Oh. People call me glass stuff. And I'm going to um, uh, use mage armor. <clears throat> okay, nice. Uh, 
I'm actually going to... Oh, I saw that big puff. Jesus Christ. You're, uh, usually these, you're the one supplying the big puffs. Where the where's the smoke machine at? Well, these are windows, right? No, these, this is... Oh, yeah, those those are windows. Um, I could think I have of them as windows, through? but yes, I guess they are. Um, what's that, sorry? Could I have seen through there? You could. You could look... You could go up to it and look through it if you'd like. Okay. I'm going to run up to the window and look through the window. Um, what you see in this in this room here is a uh, a couple of zombies just sort of like lying prone on the ground. They don't seem to be doing much, if anything, really. They haven't... Zombie. Yeah, they're just, they're just sort of lying prone on the ground in there. I'm just going to yell out to them to uh, shut the door, and that's the <laughs> end of my turn. He's just going to yell, shut the door. Okay. Shut the door. All right. The moment, the moment you start yelling that out, you see these zombies in this room stir. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the doors. They don't, they don't mind everything else. But. Well, there hasn't been much in the way of other than some zombies growling. There hasn't been too much noise going. In. This is like right uh, next yeah, to them. Yeah, zombies. That was way um, over but, here. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, fine. The window has like a little <laughs> gap next to it and your voice managed to get in there and yeah, then yeah. they heard it. Uh, <laughs> Mirikin, uh, what are you wanting to do from atop this wall? Right. Uh, so she sees the uh, cloud of, of uh, ash erupt and uh, reacts with a <laughs> um, and realizes that Probably biting one of those zombies is not a great idea for her for her health. So what she does is um, she scuttles across the top of the um, open walls, keeping keeping at a height range, and scuttles around to the um, di- dividing line of the wall, mm-hmm. which it won't let me sit on top of. But hold, I'm trying to <laughs> hold alt, hold alt oh. down when you move. And oh, I'm holding you. alt. She holds alt to stand directly on top of the wall, <laughs> and uh, uses her bonus action to actually transform back into her normal elven form still with uh, bark skin okay. and um, she is going to use her advantage her uh, inspiration as she calls out I'm really getting sick of all of these zombies and she mm. casts thunder wave Ooh. Which oh. with advantage Ooh, I get to choose which level I'm going to cast it at what, what does it do? So, what is it? what's thunder I'm, wave I'll, I'll cast it at level two and I'll, I'll tell you what it does. So All right. <laughs> so, Thunder Wave, um, a wave of thunderous force sweeps out for American as she holds her staff up into the air and summons, summons lightning down. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from me must make a constitution saving throw. Okay, so I'm going to add that. The whole room full mm. of zombies just filling up the whole room with thunderous lightning. Nice. So you'd be able to. That is. Uh, from what does my inspiration wall. get me for using that, though? Does it give them disadvantage on their um, yeah, constitution? Yeah, we'll give them disadvantage. So it's a three by three square. A cube. Yeah, so, up, well, I mean, so up and down as well. not in the air, but, yeah. but it does help since you're up in the air, so that's yeah. That's I'm up good. in the air, and it crashes down upon them. Yeah. So where would you like your three by three square placed on this map, just so I know who's um, getting caught up I'm in it? I'm going to target all four of the zombies closest to me. Okay, cool. That is, 
standing in the doorway. Yeah, cool. So I, I uh, encapsulate four zombies in the blast of the thunder. And it's a constitution save. Yeah. We need to make some some rolls. <laughs> it looks like me as well on that 15 foot. No, they, we'll just make it higher. We'll make it the I'm one gonna, I've drawn on the map there. See? Okay. Um, okay. So, and they have to get, uh, they have to beat 12. All right. So the first zombie. And do they have disadvantage? They have disadvantage. Well? Yeah. So the first zombie, which is the top, the top left of the four. Yeah. The one closest to American, um, fails. Oh, yeah. the one next to it, to the right of that also fails. Oh, uh, the one in the bottom left also fails. And the one She's in the got her arms raised high in the air, calling down all the lightning. And the the one in the bottom right saves. Ooh. All right. So on a failed save, the creature takes two d eight thunder damage and is pushed ten feet away from me. On a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage okay. and isn't pushed. Also, oh, guess what? I cast it at level two. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So the damage increases by 1d8. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay, so I'm just going to do some math here on all these zombies. So the damage has been rolled. Is this, so it's is at 18. Man. Yeah. Um, Getting confused by all of these numbers, but I'm feeling very powerful. Nine, nine damage on that one that's saved. So it takes half, is that right? Uh, yes. And um, okay. the ones that didn't save are pushed 10 feet away from me by the. And uh, the last thing it does, it, it emits a thunderous boom audible out to 300 feet. Oh, so, damn. He didn't know we were here before. He, knew, he knows we're here now. Okay, yeah. So, wow. okay, so a few things happen. Okay, you hear, well, first of all, this lightning just like everyone around you just sees this massive lightning bolt come straight down through this roofless building into the ground. One zombie just electrifies and fries uh, and hits the dirt. Um, And two of them just get pushed back uh, into one of them hits the wall and one sort of hits into that one. And one of them manages to withstand it still taking some damage, but is, is still standing near the doorway um, of this thing. The next thing you hear is just this deafening, thundershock of a boom this this thunder strike just through the air um and american can i get a perception roll from you actually i'll get a perception roll from everybody perception i like to think she's just standing up there with her her um her staff in the air laughing i rolled a three <laughs> I've rolled a seventeen. I can see it all from up here. What did you roll, Baron? Well, uh, I thought it said I rolled a thirteen, but it mm. tells me I rolled a one. <laughs> okay, yeah, you didn't roll a thirteen. Uh, <laughs> all right, a one, so three. So Sig and Mirican, uh, when the when the thunder stops, you 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 don't seem to be affected by the the volume of this thunder, but you swear that you can hear like the scream of a, a wyvern or a dragon um, <gasps> echoing after this, this thunder shock. Um, Gil, sorry, Bill and Loris, you don't hear that. You, you kind of just sort of uh, have focused on, on the boom. You weren't really listening out for anything else. You just heard the boom and, and nothing else. Uh, Baron, you, you can't, you're sitting there going, ma, 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 ma. you can't really 
hear anything. It's been so loud for you. Like a ringing. Yeah, you've just got like a ringing and you can't really hear much. <laughs> um, there goes it, my chamber music listening <laughs> ticket that I bought. Um, and you're going to be you're going to be deafened for the next five turns. Oh, okay. Make, ah. we'll make it three turns. We'll make we'll go we'll go light on you. The next three turns, yeah. you'll, be, you'll be deafened. Okay. Intense. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was good. That was a great move. Just wow. I'm just gonna get rid, of, get rid of that. Uh, anything else, American? <laughs> just a quick question: Did my using my advantage save uh, like actually help? Yes, yes, it did. Yes, <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> All right, I'm stoked. Okay, cool. Um, Sig, back to That's you. That's my move. You've just experienced a lot. You've just seen and experienced. <laughs> A lot. You saw the spider that it was freaking out, sort of scuttle along, and then as it sort of disappeared out of view, you saw Murican stand up, sort of form out of it, um, and then pull out her staff and just raise down this massive lightning bolt into the room, only five feet in front of you. Just he's speechless. <laughs> All right, Sigurds. Pretty pumped now that he realizes that the spider was a friendly, not a foe. And he's going to decide to capitalize on this moment and zoom into the room. And he's going to call up to American, mess him up! <laughs> yeah! And his bonus action to cast Rally, which grants American temporary hit points equal to his superiority die minus one. Oh, wow. Mm. So a D8. Minus one is a five bonus temporary hit points for American. Fantastic. Okay. And then Sig is just going to be so energized by this messing up of his foes, he's going to use his inspiration for a leftwards hook upon the back of the head of the zombie in front of him. Yeah, great. Give us a roll to hit. An 11. And luckily I used advantage so I can roll it again. An eight. <laughs> um, th- that's a hit. That's a hit. Um, so let's take that first roll. That's eleven damage. That's that's pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, the the zombie is still standing um, with that hit to the to the head. Um, it kind of just slams into his head, and again, a big puff of smoke comes off of this zombie. And I'm going to need a Constitution saving roll from you. Sig rolls a paltry ten. That is with a plus five, even. That was that was with a five. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. Um, so you you notice the smoke coming out. You quickly hand over your mouth and nose, and the 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 ash kind of lands on your hand and a little bit on your 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 um, armor. Um, and you take your hand away, and everything seems to be. You're feeling okay. You're feeling fine. Uh, anything else you'd like to do with your turn, Sig? Nope. Okay. It is. Uh, Duran's turn um, and you see actually are you guys even looking at him no so I'm just going to do some stuff and see what he's up to I can see him oh oh, you can actually you <laughs> see you see him get out his um, his club he puts his he puts his longbow back onto his back uh, and he you just see him sort of running further south towards what looks like a shrub um, <laughs> and he just lays into that shrub uh, <laughs> whoa 
And I hope it's just have... a shrub. I know. Trying to look tough. He hits and he rolls a nice. You see him just lay into the shrub and he's just beating the shit out of this the shrub. And pollution over here. Yeah. Um, and you can sort of just faintly make out a, a bit of a sort of a, a bipedal form from it. And he's just like laid waste to what looks like Whoa. another another blight. Um, I'm going to yell out, it looks like he had a view to a kill. Oh. <laughs> All that comes out because of your like deafened. No, 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 no. And no, no one, Duran just Sorry, like, I'm sort of stealing um, Gil's stick here, but they're Duran Duran songs. So. Ah, right, right. Bill, Bill feels like there was something there, but he's not quite sure what <laughs> was like. Uh, it is the zombies' turns. Um, all right, so the one closest to Sig is going to attack out at him yet again. Um, I'm going to use cutting words. Can you, I'd say you'd, you'd see him just. So, do you want to do it on the attack or the damage? What are you wanting to if if it? Damages? Uh, I'm going to do it on the attack. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So I'm just going to try to distract him by calling out, uh, "Who dressed you? Have a zombie and Stitch." <laughs> oh, I like that one. I like that one. Um, I don't have to roll for that. It just happens, right? Uh, you roll a. Oh, no, 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 it just happens. It just happens, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I reduce it by 1d6, which is a bit meager, but... Yeah, it's... it's so it's a joke, so... <laughs> it's it's definitely a miss. Um, it just sort of, like, smacks off more of... This one kind of just, like, it's just like a poultry kind of attack on Sig, <laughs> having just, like, been brained with this hammer earlier. Um <laughs> But the other zombies make their way forward. One of them is is just sort of scratching at the wall, up at up at Mirakin, and then the other uh, moves in to get an attack on Sig. Doesn't Sig have a thing when people miss him, he gets to do stuff? Yeah, indeed. But he he didn't do it that time. Um, this one's rolled an eighteen. <laughs> it's another miss. He blocks it with his armor class of twenty. Man, you're you're a beast. So yeah, another zombie sort of just like up against you, just like face scratching at your shield, and you're just hunkered down. Just not a problem for little for big old Sig. Uh, it is Bill's turn. Oh, I didn't even think about this. I'm so focused on the bad jokes. Yeah, on the bad, <laughs> on the previous joke. Um. Just in that warm glow so, of that great pun. What's that? Sorry. How high up is American? It's a it's a normal sort of um, height, so it's probably like two and a half meters up. Uh, What's that? Yeah. Nine nine to nine to eleven foot high. Eleven foot, something like that. I don't know. How does the feet work? <laughs> it's a <laughs> I don't wall know. height. I'd say it's, it's a height about, of a wall. It's a height of a wall. Um, okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna step over here. Having seen like the, the the ash clouds and seeing them just be incredibly uncomfortable for all concerned, uh, I'm just gonna step away a bit um, and I'm gonna ready in action to. Um, actually, I'm just gonna dodge 
where I am. Okay. So readying. I just don't, yeah, yeah. I just don't have a good kind of shot right now. Okay. Loris, back to you. Um, yeah, can you remove that thing off my camera? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure thing. Just just now. Because <clears throat> um, I'm going to give it another howl. Because, you know, I've got three of these to crack it. Okay, nice. <laughs> and, I want the adva- and I want the team to have the advantages from their attacks. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm going to try not to crack my voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Loris is just going to flick on his rage again. It's going to be... <laughs> little bit of um, little that was bit a good howl. That was good. Stuck in the throat. Worth <laughs> it. That's very worth it. Um, and I'm assuming Sid's going to let me pass from where where he is. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so I'm just going to step past Sig and the sort of place myself in my favourite spot, which is literally is in the middle of the bed and in between everybody. Um, and I'm going to attack this guy here um, with my axe. But before I do, I'm sort of just going to go <gasps> and hold my breath and then take a swing. All right, give us, a, give us a... You're doing it on the one right in front of you? <clears throat> yeah, the guy in the middle. This now, guy here. Now, I don't know. Do you guys see, like, a zombie there and a zombie there? Yeah. Yeah. They shouldn't be there, and I don't know why they are. Like, they're not oh, on my... Okay. Oh, not, so there's only three in there. There's only three left in there. I'm just looking oh. at my, my DM screen. They're not there oh. at all, but they're there okay. on the player screen. So I don't oh. know. All right. So that's really strange. They changes everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's weird. Sorry about that. I wish I could fix that, but I don't know why they are or aren't there. Yeah, that's good. Whoever's doing that, keep that up. Fixed okay, cool. It. All right, so give us a roll to hit for this um, zombie... All right, I roll a 22 doing 14 damage. Yeah, that is, that is wow. good. That is a good hit. Uh, wait a second. What's going on here? I swear I reduced. Sorry, I'm just looking at their hit points, and they should be much <laughs> lower than what they were. Um, how much damage did they took? They took, like, they took 18 damage, didn't yeah. they? All right, yeah. I'm just going to make sure this. And one, one took seven from my earlier attack. Yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. Um, all right, so that is definitely a hit, and with that amount of damage, you just split again the zombie like straight down the middle. Um, but unfortunately, the a big puff of this uh, cloud comes up off it. I'm going to need you to roll. Constitution savior. That's the one. Yeah. Oh fuck! A seven. Yeah, you've taken that big. You've taken that big breath. You've gone and prepared, and you just exert such a huge amount of force with that attack that you just naturally, you kind of like you see that you've split this thing neatly in half, and you take a big breath in before you like just like cheer that you've you've Whoa. defeated it. But you're taking a big breath of this this ash, uh, and it redu- it removes your rage yet again. Um, I do just need to have a little. I don't think I'm going to be able to. Make a constitution saving throw. Five plus the... How much damage did you give it? That was like... I gave it... Um, you lost. 17 plus three. Oh! <laughs> okay. This, despite being split in half, this zombie manages to, like, pick itself back up off the ground. Uh, and it is, like, standing in front of you, 
um, almost like a scene out of Terminator 2 where it's kind of like in half like this. Just, <laughs> um, and he's standing, but only just standing. Oh, I hate zombies. In front of, <laughs> in front of you. Um, <laughs> anything else, Loris? Um, Sly's been incredibly frustrated that it's two rages I've blown away. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> okay. I'm done. All right. Uh, Shannon, it's Come undone. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's another Duran Duran song. That's... Okay. <laughs> um, Shannon, you're not really sure what's going on other than what you can see. The, the sound of mm. everything is still kind of gone. You just hear that really yeah. harsh ringing in your ears. Really yeah. And I'm looking through the windows at these two zombies. Which they're, they're in a now standing position. Yeah. And they uh, they look like mindless zombies, do they? Yeah, One they're just thing. mindless. The, what you can sort of see in the in that room um, is it looks like it might have once been like a kitchen area a long time no, ago. It doesn't look very sanitary. No, no, not with the, the living I'm going to cast Ice Knife. And a 16... Yeah, like a sixteen is definitely a hit. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. What is that? That's so that would it, to do it, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> so it'll hit hit that one there, doing five piercing damage. And then if they both fail a save of thirteen, uh, then um they'll take seven damage. Is that a a deck save, is it? Yep. Um, okay, that one did not save. And the other one did not save. So neither of them saved uh, a dex okay. save. So that one takes 12 damage and that one takes 7 damage. Some good damage. Uh, 7 damage for this one. Cool. Um, they both, as their ice knife hits, um, hits the first one and a big puff of ash comes off, off that one. Oh. And then when the um, ice knife explodes, uh, it, it almost does like a... Um, what does that effect? It blows up here and then it blows up over here as well. Jazz hands. <laughs> Jazz hands effect. <laughs> like this. Uh, they both, yeah, they both let off a big um, puff of this um, ash cloud, but it seems to okay. be contained to the room that it's in. Oof. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're just out of you're just out of position there, so that's all good. Phew. Yeah. Anything else, uh, no. Baron? No. Okay. No, I'm just gonna try and listen to stuff. Okay, cool. Still just concentrating on trying to hear anything. Uh, let's have a look. Mirican, we're back at you. Right. Well, they're very hardy zombies, aren't they? They're a bit, yeah, they seem a bit hardier than the ones that you last came up against. So uh, Mirican slams down her staff yet again, but this time you see a, a spiked thorny whip come flailing out of the base of the staff and it targets uh, the zombie just uh, beyond Loros um, and is going to attempt to um, whip around him and pull him at high speed towards her. So, Towards you and Loris, I guess? And uh, what I'm hoping is if I am able to do it, Loris will be getting a reaction attack. And I'm going to try. I don't know if it hits, though. I've rolled a 10. A 10 is indeed a hit. Right. So mm. my, my hope is that I'm pulling it past Loris and I'm hoping he can get a reaction attack and then I'm going to pull it towards me at full force and try and slam it into the wall as hard as I can. Okay. So you, it's up to you how you want to play that. 
Yeah, the um the, the thorn whip just wraps around this uh zombie and it um it just like shreds massive chunks of skin away from it as you try and pull it towards you. Um I'm just gonna roll how much damage was that? And that does four, uh, four piercing damage. Um so nine rolled a nine. Okay, cool. Um it kind of it just gets a bunch of its um, skin and and muscle fiber just gets torn from it with the with the thorn whip and it just goes flying towards um, uh, Loris but crumples into a heap on the floor before it reaches him. Um, <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks dead uh, until it slowly rises up back to its feet, um, looking incredibly worse for wear, but it is still barely holding on to life. Now, does he get an attack of opportunity or not? I was unclear on that. Doesn't No, because you're pulling it towards Loris. It's only, you only get an attack of opportunity if something is leaving your, your space. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's all right. It's, right, that is my turn. Okay. Uh, Sig, back to you. Sig matter-of-factly readies his hammer and swings it across into the zombie in front of him. I need to see where you guys are. This is getting tight. Oh, okay, the oh yeah, the one that basically just got um, dealt by the thorn whip. Okay, give Agreed. us a, give us a roll to hit. A fourteen. Yeah, that is more than enough. So, what are you doing to this zombie? Going to detail it, bringing the hammer down into the the base of his neck. Okay, great. And you just knock the head clean across the room. It just like the body drops to the ground. The head flies over the head of the zombie next to it and just kind of hits the wall, opposing wall. Um, so that zombie is very much dead from that. Uh, anything else? Nope. Okay, cool. Uh, we're back with Duran, who you guys haven't really seen much of, but um, Shannon has seen sort of just skulking around, beating the crap out of, out of twig blights. Um, and he kind of... You see him sort of, um, Shannon sees him run off um, out of sight uh, into this. Well, it's not really out of sight. This, the, the walls are all crumbling down. You see him sort of run into this room and he's still got his club in his hand. Um, and you just see him just, you can't really see what he's hitting at the moment, but you just see him smashing down on something. <laughs> Jeez, he's gone nuts. <laughs> he's uh, gone nuts. It is not all right so that's that's duran's turn we're back with the zombies here and we've got two that have loris next to them and they're both going to attack um they're both going to attack loris uh the first one rolls a 19 Ooh, that's a hit and the second one rolls a 15 15 is equal so that's a hit too that's a hit all right so these two zombies just sort of like fall onto you attacking and they're both slamming away at you with their fists uh, one doing four damage the other doing three barely a scratch <laughs> it's not too bad um the other the other two zombies um one of them's walking over to the window and reaching out to try and grab uh the baron the other one is kind of just party partying up next to him um can you give me either a strength save or a dex save? Which you, you choose. I think I'll go for dex. Okay. <laughs> Where is it? Saving through. Yeah, strength is minus one and dex is two. All right, nice. Uh, so 
13. Okay, so this zombie through the window reaches out and he just grab manages to grab a hold of your your wizard robes and just kind of pulls you up against the um up against the wall. Uh, that's how he's spent its turn. Jesus. Um Who? <laughs> no, it's not Jesus' turn. <laughs> Uh, all right, Gil, we're back, we're back with you. Um, seeing Murrican like just whip the shit out of one of those um, one of those zombies before, I think she just I think he just calls out and just says, "Watch your whip, whip. Watch your nature. Watch your whip, whip. Watch your nature." Uh, and inspires uh, I quit. Murican. I quit. That that oh. was amazing. <laughs> I feel so good. So that's that bardic inspiration? Yeah, that is. Yeah, nice. Okay, great, great. Anything else uh, you'd like to do, Bill? Uh, yeah, that's my bonus action. Okay, cool. Um, so I'm going to just make it slightly more terrible. Um, the inspirations are very similar to the attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although to be honest, his, his inspiration ones are, kind, are are definitely uplifting. They don't feel like yeah. digs on anyone, yeah, so they're yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them. <laughs> um, I feel like I should wait for to do this, but I think I'm just going to do it. Do it. Um, out of these two zombies, the two in this room, mm-hmm. uh, which one of them looks like the most sexy? Um, <laughs> like the most, the most alive. <laughs> The most, the most undead. Like the least, least fucked. The most undead. The most undead one. Um, yeah. Okay, it's probably the one to the right of Loris. The, there's two zombies in there at the moment. The one right in front of him has been split almost neatly in half and is barely holding on to whatever living entity it has. The one on the right of Loris uh, is still whole, although not uh, would be looking bloodied. If they had blood. Okay. Um, oh, it looks bloodied. It would if it had blood. The one on the right. Yeah. It's looking battered? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I think in that case, I'm just going to call out, um, you uh, You think you're pretty fly for a white guy, right? Oh. <laughs> right, and that's us oh. for the night, guys. So... <laughs> Yeah. By white zombies? Yeah, yeah. I assume it was. Yeah, W I G H. Uh, wait, what? A oh. white. A white. A white. Okay. The <laughs> name for like an undead is creature, a, the is white. It an undead thing. Right. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> the DM is not impressed. No, no, there's, there's some. There's some stuff. There's some stuff going on. So oh, okay, have you got sorry. like a complaint from Twitch? Oh. <laughs> They've taken oh. away our affiliate status because of that. One. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I need to go back. Oh, I was, so, 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 Bill, what was going on there? I did miss what you were saying. Sorry, that was very bad oh. of me. Oh, it was just a, a white guy. A white W I G H T W I G H T. I don't even know. I don't even know if that's a thing. So that's cool. A white is like an undead. There creature. we go. Yeah. I thought you were yeah. talking about his complexion, yeah. being dead and all. Well, I mean, I like that, that was the whole pun. Yeah, right. but it, it, I feel it, like it feels worse now that I had to explain it. Everyone it else got it because they live in a fantasy world, and they're like, yeah. "Oh, that's <laughs> oh, that was very good. Oh, that was very good." Um, and so that's a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, they rolled a fifteen. These guys are very good at rolling, but that's uh, minus two. Minus two is thirteen. 
That's enough. That's enough. Stephen White. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> um, anything else, Bill? No, that is uh, my entire turn. Okay, Loris. Um. Ah, oh dear. So this guy here is looking like split in two. Yeah, is the directly yeah. in front of you, to my left, essentially. Yeah, if you've got one on your left, one on your right, the one on your left is is has been split quite. Okay, so seeing I've been, yeah, seeing I've received like a lungful of ash every time I've cut one of these guys. I'm just going to try and, but I'm not. I'm not going to um like. He's going to lick at this one. Lick this one to death. Oh, yeah. no, I'm not. That would be disgusting. Just vape it um, directly. <laughs> That would also be kind of cool. But no, what I'm going to do is just going to grab the two pieces of his head and, and pull it apart. Oh, but yeah. But just finish the job. So okay, great. Give us an um, unarmed attack. Roger. Um, unarmed attack coming up. I rolled a, oh, a 12. A 12 is enough. So you just grab each of the sort of top halves of his head area. Like grab onto the hair on each side of this thing and you just like, pull it down like you're doing inverse like uh, exercise, like you're grabbing his, doing his chest stretches and you just tear this thing beautifully in half and just drop this down with a roar um, and so that, that zombie is, is gone, absolutely gone. Right, nice. third yeah. time lucky but I learned. <laughs> anything anything <laughs> else, Loris? Um, I think no, oh, actually I will, I will step on his body so from from there i'm just going to step on his body and you know how like um cats and dogs kind of just kick the dust around after they've sort of defecated somewhere that's what i'm going to do i'm just going to kick the dust around and spread around are you trying to get disadvantage again (laughs) (laughs) now thankfully once once they sort of let off their first puff of ash there's not much left on them to um to do any further damage so you know that's cool you sort of just stomp the rest of this down into the dirt yeah um, I'm just once they blow their load there. Yeah, oh. that's, that's <laughs> all right. they need a few minutes. They need a few minutes. Yeah, Got to recoup. <laughs> so um, it's the Baron's turn, and the Baron is is currently being held up against the um this the window. What's left of this window? It's got the uh, 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 one of the undead is holding his his wizard rope and holding him tight against the the wall. He can't really hear Ooh. much of what's going on um, around him. And he just sort of is looking around, looking for someone to help him. And he just sees over his left shoulder a hobgoblin. Oh, no. But that has snuck up behind him thanks to his lack oh, of hearing. Damn it. Getting Dicey is an independent podcast, so your support means the earth to us. Check out our Twitter at Getting Dicey for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the homemade costumes, overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. Uh, we also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.